Hi, this is your host, Jacob. And your host, Stuart. And this is episode zero of They Remade It. So for this uh, first episode zero that we're doing, we're basically going to lay out the guidelines for what to expect from this podcast in the future if you choose to subscribe, and to give a little bit of a connection to ourselves as people, you know. We didn't want to just kick right off into whatever first episode we were going to be doing without you just thinking, oh, here's some random people. I don't, who, who are they? I have no connection yeah, to these people. It's like, I mean, you still won't, but. We got to humanize ourselves. You know? Yeah. We got to imply that we're at least sort of entertaining. We're not some gargoyles hiding out somewhere, some belfry. We're not some test tube babies that have gained sentience. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Of course, test tube babies are a real thing. That's not. Yeah, formaldehyde th- babies. Yeah. Anyway. Or thalidomide. Thalidomide? Thalidomide babies. We're not talking about this. <laughs> this is all going in, by the way. <laughs> okay, good. Anyway, so we're just going to kind of give a basic introduction of who we are as people, why we wanted to do all this, and our love of film. So, you know, Jake, you can take it away with that one. Okay, so my name is Jacob. I like romance, long walks on the beach, and my favorite movie is Beethoven with the dog. Is it really? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Uh, like, you told me your favorite film, and I was concerned that for a minute. No, my favorite my favorite movie is 2001 A Space Odyssey, which sometimes I I, I, I don't really like saying that to a lot of people, mm. because they get this feeling. It's like saying your favorite movie is Citizen Kane. Right. Or they get this feeling like, oh, pretentious, like, but I really like it. Kubrick's oh, my yeah. favorite director, and I watch that movie maybe once or twice every year. Yeah, it's a beautiful film. I don't really understand a lot of the whole pretentiousness around it. Yes, it is a deep film, but at the same time, it's rightfully deep. It's an incredibly cool right. thing. I don't yeah. think it's pretentious to like it. I just that's that's a feeling that people oh, yeah. can get can get when you say that. Yeah, exactly. And then you know, and I'm Stuart. Um, I am terrible at having favorites, so it's a solid three way tie between Jurassic Park, Oberthor, Thou, and The Hunt for Red October. For Absolutely no reason other than I can't decide crap, and there are so many movies, so I just wanted to pick three. You got some really nice uh, mix in there. You got mm. some Spielberg, you got some Coen Brothers, you got some whoever did Hunt some, for Red October. You know, Ridley Scott inspiration, whatever. I don't, I don't know. Sean Connery's in it, and he's a yeah. joy every time. Oh my god. Even even playing, you know, a Russian bastard. Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Great Disney <laughs> movie with Sean Connery. Google that if you haven't heard of it. It's... It's your infantry. It's quite a looker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and really quickly, just to get it out there, because it's 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 really easy to talk about things that we like or things that we hate, but unpopular opinions. Oh yeah. Those are those really characterize people, and I figure that we'll just sort of get those out of the way right here and right now. Mm-hmm. So, sort of for mine is uh, I unironically like George Lucas's Howard the Duck movie. <laughs> Uh, I think I think it looks really well. I know the plot is weak mm. and the actors aren't that good, but I I enjoy it and I don't enjoy it because I think it's bad. I I genuinely have a fun time watching the movie. I think the characters are funny. I think the doctor's really funny, and I think the creature design at the end is wonderful. And see, I've never I've still never seen it, and the way you describe it, I'm just constantly thinking, all right, maybe I will actually watch it. Maybe it's actually kind of interesting. Um, we should watch Howard the Duck. Yeah. Let's watch Howard the Duck. Not for the show, but yeah, no. not until they make a Howard the Duck movie in the uh, Marvel-verse. Oh my god. 
Which, you know, now that's a possibility. Yeah, he was in Guardians. Good lord. <laughs> and then, one unpopular opinion for me, not necessarily a terribly unpopular opinion, but I am a diehard Steven Spielberg fan. To say that mm-hmm. I have seen most, if not all, of his work and have never found one that I've disliked. Even the more kind of samey ones or ones that were kind of overly cheesy, things like War Horse, and then even AI, which I admit, not great... But A, I don't terribly attribute a lot of it to him since it was kind of a combination thing between him and Kubrick, which is not to say anything against Kubrick. It's just, no, it was, yeah. It, I think if Spielberg had complete control over it from the beginning, it would have turned out a bit better, um, or at least hopefully. And otherwise, I also think it's just very visually appealing. You know, my you know face-melting scenes aside. I understand that. Yeah. No, my favorite, my favorite director is Stanley Kubrick. And I love his work about a third as much as I as Stuart loves Steven Spielberg's work. Yeah. And I'm really hoping that doesn't hit a wall with the upcoming uh, Ready Player One movie because <laughs> that, bring it to a head. That that that's iffy at the moment, but I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Oh, you've given this podcast a definitive date now. This episode's definitely coming out before that movie premieres. Oh yeah. Now we get to the main part of the show where we are going to be talking about why we are talking about things having to do with remakes, reboots, inspirations, long overdue sequels, that sort of thing. Why we feel remakes in the grand scheme of things matter and even the history of remakes and how there might be more common than you realize. Mm -hmm. They've been around a lot longer than most people realize, that's for sure. When most people think of remakes, they're thinking of the things that are happening today, more Mm. so because it's starting to become more and more apparent that ideas are being recycled. Uh, And if you look back at earlier remakes for like 20s to 50s or 30s to 50s or anything from that time period, they'll take ideas and they'll sort of shift them around. But now we're seeing ideas that with minor updates for the modern world, they're almost tit for tat exactly the same thing and so people are people are starting to pay more attention as is always inevitable in hollywood the first thing to die on the altar is originality Mm, as we are seeing more and more often nowadays Mm -hmm. unfortunately there's a big 80s boom that's been going on for the past i'd say 10 years if not a little longer we're just in that period of the time where people who grew up in the 80s are just old enough and influential enough to get films made and mm-hmm. so, of course, they're going to be super nostalgic. God help us for once the 90s movies start coming out. And things and things from the 80s have always subsisted as well. Transformers has had a, a number oh, yeah. of Transformers cartoons since then. Same with TMNT. Inspector Gadget had Gadget and the Gadgetinis. Oh, yeah. These things have been going on forever, but now they're getting big budget Hollywood productions. They're gaining more traction, more draw. Mm-hmm. It's just things between... The Netflix series Stranger Things and It and so many things, just so many things are so steeped in the 80s culture nowadays with remakes that we kind of had a thinking about it. How how often does this happen? We kind of one we kind of started looking back and forth with remakes and we found, oh, this is pretty consistent throughout the years. And another thing, unfortunately, that a lot of people don't consider when they're talking about remakes or thinking about them is they're not inherently a bad thing. No, not just at beca- all. Just because a movie is remade or a movie is inspired by something else or we get a long overdue sequel doesn't mean it's going to turn out bad. In fact, as we've often seen, yeah. uh, a lot of times the movies actually aren't bad and it's just people 
unfairly comparing them to mm. the original. And that's not to say that, as we are going to do on the show, comparing them is a bad thing. And in fact, it's pretty necessary. But when you rely solely on nostalgia, and that's different from what I remember, to make your comparisons, then your logic's kind of flawed. And I think that's where the importance of this show is going to come in. Yeah, we wanted this show to be more focused on the actual meat and potatoes of the movies themselves. We didn't want to just be like, oh, this is so different because, you know, in my days, it's like, no, we, we don't, we want to avoid that as much as we can. We want to see why things change between, you know, the original and its remake. Did technology improve so we could do a scene better? Did cultural bias or sensitivity change so we can't say certain lines or use certain themes? Did culture have a big shift so that we have to put something else in the limelight rather than something else that was in the limelight in an original form? Those are going to be just as much an important driving factor in the show as possible. Mm -hmm. And that being said, <laughs> hopefully that doesn't mean that it's it's going to... it's. I know that the conversations we have aren't just dry rhetoric, oh, so yeah. I'm, I know that we're not going to have that. Hopefully, we're, <laughs> we're going to bounce back and forth. There will be humor. There will be, we'll be cracking jokes, and it will be really informal and lighthearted. It's not going to be Prairie Home Companion. Oh, God. Really dry. Not to say all NPR is dry, but... But a lot of it is. <laughs> it, 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 a lot, it is. Gotta be your type of humor. You know, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's good when you need it. Oh, did you hear what happened to that guy? What happened to him? I'll talk about that off show. Okay. All right, so now that we have all of that fluff out of the way, we'll move on to the more technical aspect of the show, sort of how it's going to work, how it'll run, what it consists of, and most importantly, when you can expect the episodes to even come out. And along with all that, we're going to be explaining what we define as a remake, or the various subclasses of remakes, I should say. That's really important. We don't want people getting confused or caught up on... Because people have different thoughts on things like that. We don't want there to be any confusion or any blurred lines between what we're considering. And what we sort of have drawn up here is we have, there's three different schools of thought for us on the subject, or three different categories that we've laid out. Uh, the first one being a hard remake. That, that'll that be sort of the same story. It could be same characters and setting, mm -hmm. uh, same, same sort of themes. It's basically, it's rehashing it, but possibly in a different environment with a change of characters to reflect the cast and the times. And a good example for that with a lot of the same elements would be uh, Total Recall, the 1980s? Or was it 90? It was, um, I think it was 1990. Was it? The first one. That was True Lies. Oh, it was True Lies. Shit. Uh, the original Total Recall to the new one. That's a good example. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> you know, d definitely think same plot, same characters, maybe some minor differences with setting, but otherwise, or even major differences with saying, mm -hmm. but otherwise it is the same film right. in a new world. And that being considered, a lot of times the story uh, in movie form is based off of a short story or a novel or a book, and we understand that, as is with the case with Total Recall, but we're comparing the films. We are only doing movies in this. This is strictly a movie podcast. There are places where you can find big comparisons between, you know, books to movies to all sorts of that. We, we didn't want to do that. We love movies. We'll probably throw it in there as a guide like, okay, well, this movie and therefore its remake was based off of this short story or this book or this fable. But that's not really the comparison we're doing. We're, we're working in the very the cinematic medium here. And that's what we want to pay attention to. And that brings us into the second form of remake, the overdue sequel. This is a movie that is 
a direct sequel to a past film, but it has a massive gap of time between it and its original film. We've put a minimum of 15 years. Think right. your Godfather 3s in the case. Godfather 3 to the first two Godfathers. Yep. You won't be seeing a comparison between Cheaper by the Dozen 1 and 2. <laughs> and oh God, it's just, I wish we had a better example at the moment than Godfather 3. But if anything, <laughs> I think that's a very good example. What happens between, you know, 15 years of time. Right. We get like in, your Indiana Joneses and your Star Warses and... Mm -hmm. You can start pulling song sagas and longer epics into that mess, too. Yeah, exactly. And it'll benefit. And uh, that being said, we arrive at the last one, which is a lot broader and vaguer, but we felt it was necessary because a lot of movies are remakes without being able to be really processed as a remake or categorized as a remake, and therein lies a direct inspiration a movie that sort of takes its premise but has different content, whether it be plot, character, setting, from another. And that sounds very similar to the hard remake, but when you start thinking of examples such as the original Japanese Gojira or Godzilla and comparing that to the Matthew Broderick film of the 90s where Godzilla still exists, but it almost acts like in the movie they, they know Godzilla is an existing fig figment mm -hmm. or fixture. But it almost acts as a new origin story for the creature. And we also have the most recent one that came out not five years ago. Uh, as well. I, yeah, I, I know you're. I know that how movie. you feel about that movie, but that, that's sorry, for a different sorry for time. That, sorry for that little, you know, stabbing to the ears of my groan, but my God, that movie is awful. That'll be for a different time. Yeah. A different yeah. place. Wasting fine cranston, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but those are the those are sort of the three things that we're considering when we have these remakes when, when we think about these remakes you know we have the time gap for the sequels mm -hmm. uh the remakes we're considering have very specific rules you're not going to get uh maleficent compared to sleeping beauty you know they're both disney movies but they're not the same yeah. they, i wouldn't even consider them really would you consider it a prequel i'd consider it almost an inspiration would you? In a way, because it's taking elements of the original and expanding on them. Right. Because it's expanding on the character. It's like, it's uh, it's sort of like the Wicked series of books. And it's definitely not the same plot, having seen it. It is yeah. very much different. You so, know you what? Know. This is the type of discussion that we're going to get into. Yeah, so, so, maybe, <laughs> so maybe expect Maleficent and Sleeping Beauty at some point. Who knows? Wow, what a reveal. First <laughs> episode, Maleficent. I'm sorry, that's not true. I lied. Yeah, no, no, we're not, we're not doing that. One. I don't. I, it's not. It's not that great. We, we didn't want to do that one first. I don't really want to watch Sleeping Beauty right now. Anyways, it's really boring. Yeah, it's a boring movie. Mm -hmm. Except when the kings fight with fish. Yeah, and Angelina Jolie creeps me out. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much our deal. Um, we're gonna be releasing consistently every three weeks. If our personal schedules work out a bit better, we're gonna hopefully move it up to every two weeks. But otherwise, for now, keep it, you know, expect it to exist. Ever exist? <laughs> for now, expect it to come out same day, every three weeks. I don't know which day yet at time of recording. As soon as, here's a good frame. We already have the first episode planned out in our heads. We've already watched the movies and done sort of our own separate notes. And we're going to do that later, just full transparency here yeah whenever that episode is done and edited and we put it out from the day it goes out 
it'll start being every three weeks from that point on. Mm-hmm. And we sort of set it at three weeks because of our personal schedules. And it's it's not that hard to watch two movies in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of these cases where it's not just two movies. There's three or four or maybe even more because God help us these ideas. Into... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's fine. These <laughs> these ideas, like there's a lot of them that are redone that have been done to death. I have a couple of special cases I wrote mm-hmm. down that might be tricky for us to implement, but that we might visit in the future. God help us if slash when we do get into Godzilla because there's a lot to pick through for that one. Well, the, the cool thing about Godzilla is that if we do it, there will only be three that we need to talk about because they're not true. I'll I'll sort of drop knowledge bombs here and there because I've seen a lot of the Toho ones. I might have even seen them all. I'm not sure. Mm. But since they're not directly being remade or in the inspirations for the other two American movies, we don't really have to touch on them. That's a good point. Also, they came out so consistently that it, they wouldn't count for the second case either. Right. So, so that's good. But it is three. Mm. That's three movies, and one of them we don't like a whole lot. The ninety-eight one, or uh, the nineties. I don't know the exact year, but the nineties one I kind of find funny. So I don't oh, mind yeah. watch. I don't mind watching <laughs> that one. And I and I can at least give the newest one credit. It's visually fine, which is going to be my most damning praise. It looks nice. Yeah. I I remember falling asleep during it because I was. I remember when we were talking about it, I was complaining that Godzilla's back didn't light up blue when he shot his laser. You were like, yes, it did. Yeah. I was like, did it really? I don't remember that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a pretty big scene there, buddy. I think I fell asleep during that point. <laughs> <laughs> I was long gone. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, back to the main yeah. points at hand. We're probably going to be making a Twitter <laughs> here soon. If you're a new listener, it probably already exists at this point. Go check it out. We probably mentioned it in a later episode. But for right now, we don't have one yet, but we're probably going to pick one up here soon. Right. I feel like a dad making a tape for his son that he doesn't know he'll get to see. <laughs> Is there any final statement you have? Let's let's do that. Uh, welcome to the show. If you're new here and we've been doing this for a long time, I hope we have been. Welcome to it. Enjoy you know, our voices talking about random crap over the years. <laughs> That's that's pretty, that's all I can think of. You know, I just I love movies. I love remakes. Just be, if only because they're an interesting talking point. And I hope some of you guys have the same thought. I love movies too. I love remakes from what I've seen. I mm-hmm. I mean, there's obviously some variable cases. <laughs> God, but, but more than anything else, I love I love Hollywood and the culture and the actors and actresses that reside inside of it. So hopefully I can bring a lot of trivia to the table that'll, oh, that'll yeah. help educate. And that's probably the central point of all of this. We love the culture of film and just in the, we wanted to celebrate that with remakes because remakes are in and of themselves, just, you know, changing culture over time. That's going to be the biggest thing we probably end up talking about. That's true. All right. That being said, goodbye. Thanks for tuning in and stay tuned for our next episode.